Yorks Evangelist, and welcome to one month to operationalizing your compliance program. This month, I'm proud to have as my sponsor, Oversight Systems. With the recently released Justice Department Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs, it is mandated that you must operationalize your compliance program. Oversight Systems Automated Transaction Monitoring Solution Insights on Demand for FCPA provides a centralized transaction monitoring system that automatically identifies risky behavior and facilitates efficient resolution of any issues. The analytics look for behaviors or patterns of FCPA risk across expense reports and card transactions in T&E or invoices and payments in AP and addresses three areas of operationalization of your compliance program. Number one, it monitors transactions and activities for improper behavior. Number two, allows you to perform compliance audits around travel and entertainment and procure to pay. And number three, be able to demonstrate how policy compliance is reinforced throughout your organization. For more information, check out their website, oversightsystems.com. With the February release of the Justice Department's Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs, the operationalization of your compliance program is mandatory for you to receive any credit under the Department of Justice pilot program or even going back as far as the Yates Memo. If you listen to this podcast over the next month, you will have a good basis for operationalizing your compliance program. I hope you will enjoy this journey with me. I look forward to answering any questions that you might have. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 12, Compliance Oversight Committee. The operationalization of your compliance program means how deeply is compliance integrated into the function of your company. Today, I want to consider another way to operationalize compliance through the Compliance Oversight Committee. The Compliance Oversight Committee should sit between the Chief Compliance Officer and the Board of Directors Compliance Committee. The role of the Compliance Oversight Committee is to provide oversight and review of high-risk issues such as third-party approvals and renewals, requests for payment from third parties, and significant gifts, travel and entertainment requests from employees. This committee's oversight demonstrates not only a shared commitment to compliance as required under the Justice Department's evaluation of a corporate compliance program, but also fulfills the requirement for engaged senior management oversight as part of a company's management of risk. As far back as January 2005, in the deferred prosecution agreement entered into between the DOJ and Monsanto, it provided for the establishment and maintenance of a committee to supervise the review and retention of any agent, consultant, or third party responsible for business developer lobbying in a foreign jurisdiction. The scope of this compliance oversight committee was not fully fleshed out in the DPA. While many have focused on this committee as a mechanism to monitor agents and other third-party business representatives, I would suggest the role of the Compliance Oversight Committee can and should be much broader to include any high risk. A major purpose of the Compliance Oversight Committee is to act as a redundant backup to the books and records internal control systems which are designed to detect violations of a company's compliance program. 
It should be clear the role of the Compliance Oversight Committee is not to substitute its judgment for that of the Chief Compliance Officer, but rather to provide another level of review to make sure nothing slips through the cracks which might otherwise expose the company to unwanted risk. This can begin with a clear written charter that sets out the functional goals, functionality, and parameters of the group. This can and should be reviewed on a periodic basis to determine usefulness and effectiveness. Who should be on the oversight committee? Well, <clears throat> the majority of the committee should be comprised of persons who are not subordinate to the most senior officer of the department or unit responsible for the relevant transaction. This would indicate that senior management should be involved in the compliance oversight committee. It would also indicate that more than one department should be represented on the compliance oversight committee. It can and should include representatives from accounting, finance, compliance, legal, business operations, IT, internal controls, accounts payable, and other departments. The bottom line is that the CCO should share a committee of his or her peers at senior management level officers in a position to make decisions and marshal compliance resources. What should the committee review? There are a variety of approaches that the Compliance Oversight Committee can assume. It can take a deep dive into the weeds for transactions, which the company has identified as high risk. This can be a review of agents or other representatives in high-risk areas or transactions in high-risk countries. The committee can use techniques such as continuous controls monitoring to identify any outliers of payments or other indicia of financial information which would warrant additional investigation. In addition to the above remedial review, the committee <coughs> should review all payment re re payments requested by agents and representatives to assure such payments are within the company guidelines and are warranted by the contractual relationship. Lastly, the company should review high-dollar requests for gifts, travel, and entertainment. Clearly, the oversight of foreign business partners is a key mechanism that a company can use to not only prevent and detect a violation of its code of conduct in the FCPA, but as this is the highest FCPA risk, it's something that every company should take a look at. However, each compliance oversight committee should be designed to review the highest risks in your organization. Clearly, this follows from your risk management process where you should have identified those. If your company's highest compliance risk is third-party relationships, you should focus your resources on that issue. My recommendation is that a company should incorporate both a pre-execution function and a post-execution management function in overseeing the full relationship with any third party. While this would be necessary, <coughs> most necessarily focus on FCPA compliance, there, there should also be a commercial component to this function. This further operationalizes your compliance oversight committee. In addition to the remedial review, the company, excuse me, the Compliance Oversight Committee should review any payments requested by third parties to assure the payments are within company guidelines and are warranted by the contractual relationship. Lastly, the company, the committee should review any request to provide third parties with non-monetary mon, non compensation. In the area of gifts, travel, and entertainment requests by employees. Here I would suggest a review of the aggregation 
of funds within a region so that if you have one country which has an inordinate amount of expense reimbursements or an, even an individual with an inordinate amount or those that are right up below the line of where uh, compliance function oversight is not required. Anything that uh, might be or can, red flag or even close to being a red flag. The Compliance Oversight Committee is a key tool which can be utilized by a company to operationalize its compliance function. The books and records components of internal control is one level of pre prevention and detection. Obviously, a review by a compliance department for requests for travel and gifts and entertainment to foreign officials and the life cycle management of third parties is an important step in the prevention process. However, a compliance oversight committee is another step, which I believe will also act as a detect prong and should be employed by companies as an additional protection against any type of compliance and ethics violations which might slip through the cracks to become a much larger problem down the road. Companies should implement a compliance oversight committee and review the systems they have in place to detect such risky conduct, also utilizing that to more fully operationalize compliance. So what are your three key takeaways today? Number one, if the Department of Justice suggested this back in 2005, 2005, uh, it's clear that uh, this committee is something that the department would look very favorably upon, and it's certainly an approach of operationalizing compliance through greater senior management oversight and shared commitment and responsibility. A compliance oversight committee allows for an increased set of eyeballs on your highest compliance risks. And finally, number three, a compliance oversight committee acts as another control mechanism for a best practices compliance program. Never forget that a control mechanism acts both as a detect and prevent, and if properly documented, provides evidence of your control. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to Day 12, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 13 of one month to operationalizing your compliance program. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of How to Operationalize Your Compliance Program. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you've listened to this podcast via iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us. It would help in our rankings and help get the word out about how to learn about operationalizing your compliance program in one month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you'll join me tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.